yeah, so we were at our friend's wedding together, Danielle and Brandon. I don't know if she's taking his last name, but Danielle, I don't even know how to say her last name. Yeah, I'm not French, so I don't say it like that. So, and then Brandon Reem got married and oh, yeah. uh, we were both there and it was great. That was probably like the first time you and I have been at like a real thing that wasn't like a comedy thing together. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, and Stacey and Patrick were there. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was really. It was like really I was like left the big hang to come to this. And I was like, man, I should have stayed at the party. And as soon as I showed up, I was like, oh, my God, I should have been here earlier. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was just a lot of our comedy buddies and just like a nice, quick ceremony. And everyone, you know, there was pizza. And it was just I had a couple of like hard seltzers. So by the time you Ooh. came in, that's why I was that's why I was double middle fingering you. So wow. hard. I, was, I was like, oh, there's the guy I love. Here you go, <laughs> bitch. And I was like, oh, I wonder I don't think. That my energy probably didn't translate. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You, you could do that. I do yeah. that to people, and uh, a lot of the time they don't. They, they just think I'm mean. <laughs> right. <laughs> Before, uh, I think we have like a playful rapport, and I'm like, "What's up, motherfucker?" And I'm like, "All right, you gotta right. back up." <laughs> They're like, "Hey, man, this is a funeral. Like, why are you <laughs> this way?" Um, and for anyone who's listening, if you hear anything uh, that sounds kind of loud, Albert uh, is you have like a circus in your yeah, I guess they're throwing a party today. Something happened like six months ago where we're just like, I guess maybe mid pandemic where we stopped being like a unit. And I am like, I was always just kind of like a uh, a barnacle on their life, you know, they have like an apartment they've slowly been absorbing, like every room, every time a roommate moves out, they absorb it into their thing, and I'm the last one left. And it's just fucking weird, dude. <laughs> we were friends in the beginning, so it felt like it was a unit. We like did parties and stuff together. And they're like, we're going to do a barbecue this Saturday. Let's cook together. And now it's just, I just show up and there's like a party here. I'm like, cool. All they're right. icing you out. Fuck this out. This is bad. Yeah. I it so this much, is man. rough. It's so dumb. Uh, it's they're charging me like crazy for a room that sucks ass. Uh, they gatekeep every aspect of it internet, landlord. I have access to nothing. Right. Uh, very cool very cool how much uh like how easy i am to abuse <laughs> that's what really makes me sad about it it's just like man i i'm pretty i'm like squishy you can just really roll over me if you want to <laughs> and they fucking well are. it seems like it seems like you're happy so that's good <laughs> does it that's cool no no you seem miserable you should move i know it's hard are you on like a month to month lease or like yeah i can scoot whenever i could even yeah. stop paying my rent and really be a hassle um well, Which I don't have it in me. I was going to, and I was like, "What am I doing?" I'm just. Why would you stop paying? That's that's unruly. Why would you <laughs> stop paying your rent? Uh, they were gone for a few days, and our old roommate came, and we like were talking. We're just like really talking about them, and then I got all ramped up about how bad people they are. And it took me a few days to like cool off a bit and be like, "I don't know. Nothing we've really listed is that egregious. It's just annoying. Right. <laughs> Probably that's not what... worth stealing from them." <laughs> yes, it's you should leave, but definitely pay your rent so they don't sue yes. you or whatever. Um, in uh, huge Albert news, everything's going horribly. By the way, in my life is I just spent eleven thousand dollars on an HVAC license. Okay. Um, and then got to the part where we're supposed to be getting jobs, and then they were like, "Oh, you don't have a driver's license? Yeah, you're probably not going to get a job." And I'm like, oh, no, um, you know, I'm in the process, but it's like six months till my first. So I can get my freaking uh, uh, not what's the life the thing before the license where you, you're like a Your child. Permit? To, yeah, buddy, I have to start all over because I've been living Holy in cities shit. and I never need one. Cars are also a huge burden on the city. God damn it. Forty percent of our real estate goes to parking. It's absurd. Our air quality is bad because of them. But yeah, I should have had it. I should have taken care of that ages ago. <laughs> Did you have a driver's license hold before that expired? Uh, hold on. I'm going to knock on my door. I'm just Albert is now standing up. His penis is out. Um, he's waving his penis at the roommates. Um, I they're they're poking back at the penis now, and he's back okay uh, so we're gonna have to recant everything i just said she just knocked on my door it's like hey just want to let you know there's brownies and chicken wings <laughs> <laughs> hilarious so like there's this window where this week is like the real week of me getting put out for jobs there's just a yeah. few so far that i've missed um but like i got passed over on two of them for like the easily the worst people in our class <laughs> which is devastating just because of that it's like i don't know i think this next decade is just going to be getting hit with the consequences of every mistake I made in my 20s in like really weird and interesting ways. Yeah, I mean, I for your sake, I hope 
I mean, that is what's going to happen, but I will lie to you and say, it's going to be okay, man. (laughs) Uh, That's rough. They didn't fuck the driver's license thing. I we were so focused on all the other stuff. It's just because when you live here, there's just no, you're like, I don't have a car. I can still, I can rent a car, whatever, if I need to leave the city. So like, you don't really, mine expired last year. uh, So July of 2020 and, um, and because of the pandemic everything is like six months out like you said mm-hmm. to get even an appointment and then it's like it has to be online you can't show up you have to their hours are like it's like 8 a.m it's like literal literal working hours it's like 8 a.m until 4 p.m or something and it's just like oh so i have to like take vacation or lose money to <laughs> yeah. come do this dumb shit that i should just be able to do online and you're not letting me do it like that's what's oh, saying to me it is all online but it's only those hours that makes no right. sense <laughs> and it's like so and then they're like well you need a real id and i'm like bitch i don't need a real id until 2023 i read the headlines of google articles wow. that i scan so what's you don't have to tell ID? me shit um i don't even it's just there this has been explained to me so many times it's not the enhanced one you go to canada with is it um i don't know i have a passport card that i can go to canada and mexico with um, nice which is why i don't need a real id real id is something that you need to fly that's really all i, I know oh. about. i don't know why they decided to do this i'm sure the roots of this are racist i never <laughs> i i've never i've never looked into it my brother who is younger than me and smarter than me has explained this to me and i still don't remember why we're doing yeah this who's before. gonna listen to a younger brother I should. I, he's invested in stuff before. He knows what a real ID is, and he has a house. And I have none of those things, so <laughs> I should listen to my brother for sure. But um, yeah, that license shit is just a bitch, especially yeah, here. Oh my it's god, just, like, crazy. Um, so I think the move right now is to go like through a driver's class because I think it's easier to get appointments through them. If I'm saying, but it's still like the timetable is still pretty insane. Like it's gonna make. Regardless, if I need it for the job, I'll miss this season. And it's kind of important to get in this season or else I have to wait till next year. Yeah. You're like, very cool. Man. First of all, very cool. Albert, well done. You've had a billion warnings and opportunities to take care of this and have just pushed it off. But you didn't know it was going to be detrimental to your future existence. You're just Dude. like, yeah, okay, it's a thing. I have to. <laughs> yeah, I'll take care of it I'll later. And by later, I mean never. It took me so long to get my passport renewed, but I fucking did it. And I was all proud of myself. And I was like, I'll do the license next. And then it was just like, meh. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a big pat. I'm like, everybody, people have been talking to me about their passports recently. And everyone's like, oh, I got to get it renewed. I'm like, what is this? What is this? What is this urge to renew this? Where are you going? (laughs) Nobody's going anywhere. You're fine. For me, it's like, I need, I need a good ID. I'm not like traveling to Europe. I just need like a solid ID that everyone has to take. Yeah, I got you. Uh, and I like that. The passport card is great for that. Yeah, it's fucking great. I can use it on flights. I can use it. Uh, probably, I've never tried it, but I bet I could use it like a Burger King or something, you know? Yeah. That'd probably if help. You're Why getting ID to a Burger King. You're getting kicked out of a Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had mine uh, that was so fucked up. Like the plastic that had the, my picture on it was peeling off. You couldn't read my full name, you could not see my face in it. And I just had it forever. And uh, I got pulled, I got stopped by cops twice, one for running a red light on my bike and one for jumping a turnstile. And both times the guy was just like, oh, I don't want to have to deal with this. You could just go. Because <laughs> then I just gave him the shittiest ID you could ever see. And it was just like, you don't have like a real one, man. Come on. Right. And then he saw a black teen helping his grandma into yeah. the turnstile and pulls out his tasers. Like, Sorry, I got real work to do here. <laughs> I'm going to call in some backup. Get everyone down here. The boys are going to love this. Is there anything? Those are, I mean, that's a lot going on. Have has any uh, have any good things been happening? Is there any fun stuff? Nice. Comedy's stuff? been great. That comedy stuff, really. It's yeah. just like uh, other people's shows are really cool and good. <laughs> yeah, I saw you on. Uh, I saw you last week. Uh, whatever Monday. And oh yeah, uh, Littlefield. Saw you get tossed up on uh, mm. a good show. Casey James Lango, Will Winner, and uh, Ryan's show, and. Uh, you were great. You crushed. You did Thanks, great. Buddy. I was really, yeah, I was super happy. I'm like, I'm like a nerd about, you know, a little geeky about getting to do that venue. Yeah, you were Dude. honestly, you were probably the most hype I've seen you in a long time. Yeah. Just like, it's been really six jacked. years, but I finally did this fucking thing. And I was like, good for you. I'm going to take an um, hour and a half train ride home. So <laughs> I partied afterwards. Right. And there's a bar across the street. They have go-go dancers. Yeah. Which I don't know if people know, but it's just like strippers that don't strip all the way and they're on the bar. And they it's like you hilarious. do the same thing like 
it's funny that you're explaining you think people don't know what go-go dancers are up until i started seeing them live i always assumed it was like like when you see them at like raves and stuff they like dance off in like a cage or something but it's not like okay. something where you go and slide dollar bills in their underwear Whereas wait this okay was, this hold is on. yeah Maybe, okay i don't never mind i'm sorry for my <laughs> indignation like, like i did know? not know that you would slide you were sliding bills into go-go dancers it's rude not to if whatever. you're gonna hang out at the bar there because <laughs> they're well, there you know so you gotta you and say I, that like, but i would argue that it's rude for them to you know wiggle their p-lips all over my fries you know so <laughs> I'm sorry, I said P lips. I wasn't. <laughs> the idea of you shrieking, get your P lips out of my face, and trying to oh, have a beer. No, your P lips, they're everywhere. <laughs> I'm trying to eat some fries. Get out of here. Heinous. But uh, yeah, I was like, uh, I felt I have this thing. I don't know if you do, where you like, if you have a set that you're really happy with, I have like a three hour window where I'm the most actualized version of myself. Where I'm like sure. happy, confident. Like if I ever get married, I will meet her in that three hour window. Sure. Um, and then they're like, I don't know what happened. You just go home and then it just turns off and you have to start the next day as like, a, all right, I think I suck. Mm -hmm. That's why you're just, you're always on, baby. That's why you <laughs> never turn it off. That's how they meet you. That's how you stay forever. You have to be that forever. Have you ever dated yeah. anyone that you met because you did well on a show? No, I uh, have been dating my girlfriend since I've been doing comedy. So it's <sighs> so good. The whole thing. They don't do that. If that ever happens, God forbid you to open up your marriage and you're forced to go date other people. God, There's a lot of things you just said that I'm so upset about. First of all, <laughs> you're not we are not married. Okay. <laughs> and don't put that on wax. I don't want the I don't want her family to listen to this and be like, oh my God, they're gonna marry. I didn't say that. That was my <laughs> co-host who just threw me under the bus for some bullshit. <laughs> I hope they're a kind of family too who are like, we should do a hundred thousand dollar wedding. <laughs> I'll kill you. I'll come through. I'll go to your little your little hole that you live in and I will crush oh you. God. I'm going to buy a school bus. I've told you about the school bus thing, right? You have, yeah. Yes. Good luck finding me, buddy. I'm going to be broke down on the road somewhere. I'll just follow your literal trail of tears and the <laughs> wail of sadness coming from the bus window. I'll find you. Awful. Um, there, it's just so funny to talk about anything we've talked about and then try and transition into who we're talking about today. <laughs> there's like no, it's he's so old. There's no like frame of reference. They're like I That's don't know. True. Do well, you have a tall hat? <laughs> let me yeah. Let me see if I could. Let me see if I could talk for two more seconds and figure out a good transition. I'm trying. So what did I do this? Um, I uh, yeah, we talked about comedy a little bit, but I also oh, I had just like a long ass day yesterday, and uh, like in a good way, like yeah, like going to do a bunch of stuff. Big hang, like I got I got bocce ball. I'm on my bocce <gasps> ball kick this summer. I love bocce so ball. If you're trying to slap the balls, baby, Dude. talk to your boy. Let's do it. Lawn bowling, let's do it. Anybody who's listening can get it. All right, <laughs> I am two and zero. Oh. I am not afraid of anybody. Wow, and I am ready to go. Uh, so we played bocce ball, and then we went. Um, we went to a brewery with a couple other friends and played Catan at a brewery until we got wow. kicked out. You're the crazy. whitest guy I know. <laughs> I don't like that. Like I don't love that you breweries. said that. Why? So you tell me the racial <laughs> implications of bocce ball. I'm sorry that black is bringing it back, baby. Oh, you think that I can't play bocce ball because I got brown skin tone? How <laughs> dare you? You know, I guess I'm seeing a lot of prejudices in me. <laughs> Yeah, that's fucked up, man. Are you kidding me? White people did invite or invent colonization. So Catan, sure, I'll give you that. That's fine. <laughs> but bocce ball is a sport for anybody of any race. I feel creed. like it's a sport they came up from colonizing armies when they were like bored and playing with their cannonballs. Rolling that's how around. you feel, but I don't know if that's real. <laughs> no, I made that up 100%. <laughs> right, right. I'm like, yeah, that could be true, but uh, I don't really like that. Um breweries bocce ball Catan. i love Catan, by the way did you play any of the expansions well then it's fucked up that you race traded me because i yeah. said i was playing it <laughs> um i don't know i don't even know i lost that that's true really? and, and yeah and then uh it was good but it was more i was bringing that up because uh abraham lincoln used to play settlers of Catan. yeah that was a real <laughs> so no and that's our that's our that's our <laughs> that's a farther red street reach than my <laughs> cannonball nonsense <laughs> i don't know should we start the podcast you <laughs> feel freaking like? do it man abraham freaking lincoln all right oh yeah <laughs>
Welcome to Burn Your Heroes. I am a known bocce ball enthusiast, not player, Albert Kirshner. And today with me, we have... Me, I'm Ben Katzner. Is Sorry, that... I had to turn the cyborg janitor on. <laughs> Hello, um, I am Ben Katzner. I'm a co-host of this podcast, and I'll whip your little titties off and bocce ball if you ever talk shit to me. God damn it, I'm going to wreck you. I'm going to destroy your entire life. You're never going to look your girlfriend slash future open marriage wife in the face ever again you think i haven't disappointed her before i'm not afraid <laughs> of you bitch let's go that's my favorite type of bragging you think you know my lows <laughs> fuck you i say meaner shit to myself before i go to sleep than anything you could say hell yeah uh, uh so this is yeah this is the burner heroes podcast if you if you're here you know what this is we appreciate yeah. you we love you right we are going to uh we every week we Kind of, you know, we tell you about some of our favorite people from pop culture and history and let you know that, you know, they're not perfect. All right. Nobody's perfect. There's a little bit of gray in everybody. And then we also talk about bocce ball and driver's license or whatever <laughs> during this. And then uh, this week, the person we are burning is Abraham Lincoln. Okay? Wow, famed astronaut, Abraham it, Lincoln. It's about time someone let this motherfucker know what's up. All right. Ace Abraham pilot. Abraham, if you're listening, I know you're out there. All right, uh, buddy, we got some shit to talk about. Disgraced uh, lightsaber engineer. Now you're just saying, do you have just terms written on a whiteboard? <laughs> yeah, I'm naming jobs that? that Abraham Lincoln did not have. I see. That's good. <laughs> you hate um, it. You hate it. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I'm still salty about the race of the bocce ball playing thing. I'm going to be fully honest. Uh, however... We're here now. And um, I don't know. This is one we kind of this is this this should be like a keystone episode. This I'm putting a lot of pressure on us right now. But because he's a Abraham Lincoln is on our logo. That is a person that we yeah. put specifically on our logo. I can't believe it's taken this long to get to him, but it's worth it. I gotta be honest. I'm glad that we waited a little bit. We got to you got to like soak in some of his shittiness, and then you know. Yes. I will say, though, reading about him, his wife is way more fun. <laughs> She's badass, dude. Mary Todd is wild. Sure. You're the, you you're the, about any of that? You're the kid in school, and then Simon is like, tell us about rocks. And then you're like, my dad is a farmer or something. It's like yeah. complete, they're like, <laughs> you have like one touchstone with rocks. Like, my dad had to move rocks while he was farming his farm. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but she is more interesting. <laughs> The first yeah. article, if you write, if you type in in Google, uh, Abraham Lincoln scandals, the first thing is just an article about how wild she is. Well, that's just feels sexist. That doesn't even make sense. Why would she come up? Um, uh, I don't know. Um, do I want to tell, uh, tell me a little bit, but I am, uh, I reserve the right to be like, right. Cause it's like a bunch of people, a bunch of historians perspective. And they're like, they were acknowledging right. that as like, okay, but because she is a wife of a president, she gets like a lot of negative looks also. Um, you know, people are like looking for dirt cause it right. like helps take down his image or something. And, uh, whatever but she also was uh legitimately a kleptomaniac <laughs> which was very fun sure. and she would just like steal shit from the white house but apparently got really into uh like everything seems so trivial compared to like what presidents have done since as far as like their families taking money from the white house but they would she would like you know invent random employees and then take their like their checks and just take a bunch of money from being in the White House. <laughs> she, she, she was. Her, her husband ran the country, and she was defrauding the government. Yeah, is that what she you're was talking? Like grifting the White House. That's funny. She also apparently, it's hard because I feel like anything before I don't know a year ago, where they're like, yeah, and she was crazy. It was like, okay, but we had a habit of anytime someone said a woman said something we didn't like, we just called her crazy and threw her away. So yeah. I don't know how much of that was true, but it seems like she was pretty zesty and would like pop off on people. And then, by like, as the years went on, would get like angrier and angrier with people for no reason. Uh, she just sounds like a white woman in power. Um, <laughs> that's not a big deal. I actually, I feel like there might be some sort of controversy regarding her race or something. Uh, we don't want to get into it. Um, I, I truly don't know that that's true. I think I saw three separate words and I made a thread, a through <laughs> yeah. line on my own. So nobody, you know, um, take that for any sort of choice. She like but sold like, political secrets to his rivals. <laughs> Oh, that's kind of sexy. That's like good that foreplay. 
Yeah. Um, I like to think that they banged afterwards. He's like, oh, you got me again, Mary Todd. And then like it made their marriage stronger. You know, they're like yeah. potently in love because they were kind of battling each other. Yeah. I like to think that his dick was riddled with syphilis. So he probably never banged <laughs> anybody. But, you know, what do I know? I'm just a doctor. Did you grow? So Lincoln universally growing up, Lincoln was like, oh, that's like a good guy. That is like, yeah, the, that is the person you point to to be like this. He's considered one of the best presidents still. He's uh, he's always, obviously, you know, this whole I'm supposed to be like, I'm supposed to bow down to him like he's Beyonce because he helped start Fucking, like end yeah. slavery or whatever, which is just shit, shit that white people have thrown on him. Like, that's the big the big thing I've been reading about. Like, that was the big message was like, listen, people have blown him up a lot. And his actual politics and ideas about emancipation were pretty lame. He just kind of had to do it. Yeah. Well, yes. And that is that's I have some stuff that I think is in that vein. That's absolutely we're talking about because that his perception has changed over time. That's what yeah. I which is hap I mean, that's pretty much the theme of all of this is like people who were like these universally held truths as, as like good people are now medium to this person was a piece of shit actually yeah. but well i feel um, like you get like a lot of people helped make that happen and so we're just like throwing all of the good traits of a bunch of these people onto this one man and being right. like he did this and it was like it was a lot of people that did that did right. this and wanted it way more than he did right but that's exactly how i don't know why but that's exactly how like our our viewpoint is like if there's a band people really like mm -hmm. right I don't have a good example, so I'm just going to say Aerosmith. I'm sorry, but wow. so people are like, Mick Jagger is Aerosmith or whatever. If that, no, that's the rock and roll. What the, that's the this Rolling Stones. Like every time we talk that's about the Rolling that, Stones. You laugh at me. This is amazing. I can't talk. Uh, I'm thinking of the Rolling Stones, but. I also don't know. I'm, uh, Steven Tyler, I'm not like Steven a music. <laughs> you don't know the roll. First of all, I don't know the Rolling Stones, but secondly, you don't know the Rolling Stones. Yeah, no. Nothing. I don't even know what to. Okay, well, it's just like a band when people give like the front man. All yeah, yeah I know. I, I know of the Rolling Stones. I thought we were gonna have like a fun time <laughs> with that. Instead, it's just like, oh, this is. I've just created thirty-four seconds of extra work for you to. Cut well, out. the this uncomfortable truth is, if like a band's drummer dies, unless it's like Neil Peart, it's gonna. They're probably just gonna be replaced, and the band will be fine. How do you know that reference? But you don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't God, know. Damn it! <laughs> it's my my musical knowledge is pockmarked like a syphilitic wiener i guess anyway uh so like school wise i'm assuming you knew you knew the hits about lincoln right was there any thought after that about like who he was or like what there was only was? the emancipation proclamation literally nothing else we took several trips to gettysburg or it was a gettysburg address rather it was yeah. like it was just that speech like we had to yes. memorize the first paragraph which i've long since forgotten and i was like it was very very tiny window of his like i don't we didn't really know much about it we just like heard he was assassinated and then moved on that was like a sentence right two big like, things right, cool yeah. yeah he did he, he's getting all of the credit for emancipation and he died end of list and i think a big part of it was because he got assassinated then it made it easier for people to dump like all the extra stuff onto his memory. yeah He's uh, I know he didn't die at 27, but like that's the 27 club effect, right? Like where it's just like if Kurt Cobain was still around right now, he people would be like, this guy fucking sucks, you know, <laughs> but do you know? I'm sorry. Do you know who Kurt Cobain is? Do you know that reference? That's fair. I... That's fair. <laughs> what about Bruce Springsteen? Do people hate him? He's still kicking, right? I think he yeah, he's OK. But like think about like Snoop Dogg, you know what I mean? Where you're just like, this isn't what I signed up for <laughs> when I first said this guy is amazing. And now it's from now his first doing... album to chilling with Martha Stewart. <laughs> right. And now he's doing Corona commercials and you're like, oh, maybe 27 would have been a good time for you to do this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I think there's a lot of that with Lincoln where it's just like if you go out in a blaze of glory like that, they're going to give you a little bit of leeway. They're going to be like, yeah, Lincoln, he was great you know yes. what do you want from me the guy got his fucking dome popped off at a theater yeah let's you, not you know talk about you... how he thought black people and white people shouldn't live together and that the ultimate solution was to send them to random places to colonize africa for us that right. was his he's like this is the only thing that's going to work because if we make slaves go back to africa and then be colonizers there 
for America. That's the plan. He had some wild fucking ideas. A hundred, like just like, and you know, he was like moderate for his time, but for someone, for someone who, which is also insane, (laughs) he's like, black people should be able to be alive around us. And other people are like, Oh, how, who is this man? He thinks he's better than us. And you're just like, I will literally kill my cousin to fight that idea. (laughs) Okay. Cool. Uh, but yeah, he also just had he so he was like a lawyer, right? Um, before he was president, he was like a circuit lawyer. So, and he all of his ideas on like how to fix the race issue and deal with that strike me as a lawyer at like a warehouse party in Brooklyn on cocaine, being like, What if we just like ship them somewhere and then <laughs> they like bring us back stuff you know what i mean like they're working for us but they're not their people but they're still like under our thumb like you gotta stop thinking everything on doubling your investments you freaking animal (laughs) right like we gotta make money making money right i do this there's a way black being rich he's like um the negro is like bitcoin uh and (laughs) it can work for you or can work against you (laughs) And Mary Todd's just, you know, yanking his syphilis. <laughs> like, I already bit. got a bunch of Bitcoin. I've been stealing them from the White House. <laughs> <laughs> he just has, like, these crazy... His viewpoints don't make... This is the problem with lawyer. I, I, I don't even... I have, like, two lawyer friends who will not listen to this, so whatever. But in general, I think lawyers can be important. I think they can do good work. But they it's quick to turn um, where they're, like, more um they they care so much about the law they forget about the human aspect they care so because this motherfucker is out here talking about morality he's like it's morally morally wrong to own slaves that doesn't feel right but then out of the same side the other side of his mouth he's like but also like they shouldn't have the exact same freedoms (laughs) as a white man like legally i don't know know how we do that in this country i think it'd be too much paperwork to set that up you know because we so when i grew up like essentially the way people talked about lincoln was that they didn't say these words but they kind of treated him like he was an abolitionist which he was not yeah he's not an abolitionist he was just like how does how can we make this work within the framework of this current fucked up system instead of being like, hey, the system's fucked up. Let's blow this bitch to the ground. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He was and trying then, to pay the South off to like not leave. <laughs> like, please stay. We'll figure out another that. way to get this issue. But I like what you were saying about that. I feel like that's like the scariest thing about lawyers is to be able to like dilute real world into purely logic. Right. That's the thing is because the world is also like messy and emotional and like human lives you know aren't just numbers right but like the law you can do that with the law i guess it's like it just seems so logical sometimes a fun thing a fun thing to do with lawyers is to like if you're in a social setting it's to go up to them and be like so uh what are torts and then just walk away (laughs) and then just there watch them just talk talk in a circle to no one explaining legalese that no one else gives a fuck about well there i mean it's a cruel life being a lawyer you're forced to read so much just nonsense so much boring not i feel like that life is 80 percent reading you feel like oh you feel like that life is yeah 80%. being a lawyer is just yes, having to read stuff you don't want to read from they want a law school forever right yeah, they're just like, well, I gotta, I've gotta earn my investment here. So I'm just, <laughs> I guess I'm reading every boring piece of shit that anyone puts out. Like a priest know. in the Renaissance times. It's like I'm the only one who bothered to read the book, so I get to tell you what the rules are. Yeah, I, uh, you know, the one thing that Lincoln doesn't get enough credit for that we stopped talking about <laughs> through our reframing of him is that he was still a tall guy. That's fun. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> look at that big old bird. And he got like a hat to be taller. I love that. I love that. He's like every time he has to enter a room, he has to like bow. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> bow or duck? Because those are two different things. I feel like he does it. He looks like a bow. <laughs> I like I love it's the idea. I love the idea <laughs> that he would bow like <laughs> No matter what the race or ethnicity of the person he's talking to, he bows down and he's like, Konnichiwa, my friend. And like, Lincoln, <laughs> you don't have to do that. That's actually a little bit he's racist. Like, um, no, I'm not greeting you. I'm trying to get through the door behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Could you please move? <laughs> hey, yeah. You can duck. 
Yeah, he's like, duck? No, no, no. I'm Abraham Lincoln. I bow, bitch. <laughs> I don't know how he talks. Have you ever met Lincoln before? I've never met him. No, never. I uh, once saw a 30 Rock episode where Lindsey Grammer? Nope, Chelsea Graham. Kelsey Grammer? Kelsey Grammer. Wow. Yeah. Are we okay? <laughs> no. I think we have to re-record this. I think this is bad. <laughs> where Kelsey Grammer pretends to be Lincoln for like an hour. <laughs> That's that's all I've that's as close as I've gotten to meeting him. That's pretty good. That's <laughs> not bad at all. I do like that. Uh, was there anything in particular that stood out to you of like, you know, his general shittiness? I have a couple of them. It was that it was all these ideas of like the wrapped into like, well, we can't live together. <laughs> like you, you don't be, you don't belong as slaves. That's cruel. I am against that. But also not near me, please. Right. There, was, there was just like a weird theme of that. Like, him, I don't know. The, I This whole article I was reading, it had this like, hey, guys, he's bad, but he was good for the times vibe. Right. It seems like. But also the whole time they were listing other people who were like reasonable for our times even. So I was like, ah, it seems like he wasn't even that good for the times. Right. It's like it's like his views on this specific issue were kind of still backwards. There's still plenty of people who are like, no, it's this is fucked up. What are you doing? And he's like, mm, I don't know. I think there's a way there's a good middle ground here somewhere where everyone gets to be happy, except for black people. But everyone gets to be happy. Right. <laughs> and you're like, and also, they they kind of are like they kind of scrub over the fact that, like, yes, he was he was medium on black people for sure. Like helped us, I guess you did. But also, fuck you. But also was still like killing native americans during this time like people forget to mention that this was like a thing <laughs> that was happening i saw that there was um at one point he executed 38 uh dakota sioux people because of there's like an uprising and at first i was like that's so many people that's an un like sentenced them to death he didn't execute them personally himself he didn't roll up his sleeves and, you know, go to town, but he let that happen. And then, but they're like, but you have to understand that at this uprising, there were like 350 people or something who were convicted and he only killed almost 40. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't like yeah. this rationalization. Uh -huh. like, and we have to do this with every fucking president. And, and like, that's every, what's so crazy. Everything like everything said about him. It was like, yeah, but you have any idea how bad people wanted to be right <laughs> do you understand the, the like the bottom level of what people were trying to get done right. <laughs> this is insane i just it's that's why when people are like so pro-america right now i'm like do you understand the foundation of what all of this was yeah because like oh most of you would have been murdered for any various reasons like you're too poor you're too black you're too rich you're too much of a woman you know like I, there's like so many people who like just bang the fucking pan for this country. And I'm like, if you were born 200 years before this, you would be dead in a gutter right now. I know that. <laughs> yeah. Our only va real value is that uh, we will do pretty much anything for cash. That's been the running theme since it started. And if you make a lot of cash doing horrible things to other people, you can have power here. Right. Hang out and then tell other people that they shouldn't do that. Hey, don't. Right fucking kennedys america is just a big old fucking uh i keep wanting to say slut but that's not the right word that'll <laughs> what gold digger that's what we are we're a gold digger mm. and uh wherever we can fucking take that little coin and get it however we yeah. can bleed someone dry from their money and once we get it we're not friends anymore buddy that's we're my favorite is there still like countries around the world who will accept our help for things and then be baffled when we turn our backs as soon as it's not convenient for us like, right have you ever heard of us? That's pretty right. much our only move. <laughs> oh, did you did you not go to eleventh grade? Because that's what every hot girl in eleventh grade has ever done. To you, you know I mean? <laughs> Where it's just like, oh my god, we're we're having such a good time. Would you buy me earrings? And then they don't <laughs> they don't go to prom with you or whatever. Sorry, South Vietnam. We want to just hang out and help out, <laughs> dealing with the consequences of our decisions for the last few years nope we're out no thank you get, get your earrings and run um i will say I... this did highlight how little i know about american history yeah that's what we're gonna keep running up against when we do this it's like 
I, I'll be honest. It's like, yeah, I hate most of American history, but I don't really know where that comes from. It's just a thing <laughs> that was in me. I just know that I, I'm like, I understand racially a lot of the dynamics that were happening. And that feels like it just kind of permeates backwards. So I don't really have to. I don't yeah. give too much reverence to a lot of things or people. And that's kind of actually that was like a big part of the conversation then was just like, listen, uh, that was like Lincoln's group of friends were like, listen, if you keep letting them live together, doesn't matter what you do. They're going to hate each other for decades and decades. And people are like, this can't be how we find the solution to this. Right. But they're all like they're all calling shots like America's still going to be a racist place in 100 years. Which good on them. They didn't miss that one. They're it's like, but is that because that's what you see or because that's like, um, yeah, it's just going to be. So we might as well not really fix it. Yeah, that's a good point. Is that is it like a self-fulfilling prophecy type situation? Yeah. Uh, just like whenever someone is doing something shitty and they're just like, everyone else is doing it. It's fine, man. You know, I got to get my Bitcoin because someone's got to get the Bitcoin. If I don't get it, right. someone else is going to get it. Like, all yeah. right, well, we're not gonna be able to breathe in a year, but that's fine. I'm glad you got your little coins. Yeah, America was founded by the kind of people who would bitch about uh not being able to have plastic straws anymore. You know what I mean? like, <laughs> that's so insane to me. That's just <laughs> and exactly listen, paper that. straws are bad and metal straws are weird, but I don't know. I'm okay without straws. It's the most trivial, meaningless part of our lives. But people would truly go to war for that. <laughs> it's so funny. And those are the people who founded our country. Over the last year, there were several protests, and it really highlighted how trivial some people's problems are. Because they were like people acting like they were dying over just having to wear masks. Like right. it's so crazy. Like the comparison of like, don't shoot us versus my face gets hot. <laughs> right. Like, that's so wild. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, you know, Lincoln, where were you on that one, buddy? We could have really used you. Buddy, he's like, it's it makes my beard look weird, so no, no masks. Do you think he do you think he had someone groom his beard for him, or do you think he did it on his own? Oh, for sure. Every picture of him, I feel like he often did, but all the pictures, you know, because pictures were such a big deal. Right. They were like, we're gonna have to build a small factory around you to take a picture of you. So yeah, you're gonna trim up that shitty beard, Lincoln. Like, but Mary Todd, like, I'm like, shut up, Lincoln. <laughs> you you put her, about Mary Todd, you put her in a psych ward for three months, and this is at a time where psych wards are pretty much just like you could do whatever you want. <laughs> There's no I'm rules. Sorry. What can you get into? Oh, yeah, that? I don't yeah. Know she that. was like during her times of being feisty. Everyone who spoke about her was like, ah, she's a real whippersnapper, if you know what I mean. Um, and I can't tell if it was like she was standing up for herself or she was generally just an unhinged person who was angrily screaming at strangers a lot. But at some point it got to a place where either it pissed him off or somebody. So she got sent to three months in a whatever a psych institution was at that time, which that makes me that's just like terrifies me because nothing good happened there. Or yeah. Was it like, oh, she actually they, like they found out like oh she did have some mental health issues or was it that there was nothing that ever came from it they just threw her in this thing for like three months and now that's what it seemed but there was like no one who wrote about it because you okay so what happened was there's a bunch of diaries about someone talking about her that their mm. family released but the people who released it to the state wanted the part about her uh going there and her kleptomania to be uh redacted so it only just came out, but it's just like some dude's uh, diary. So it's not necessarily super specific on like mental health disorders. Gotcha. It was just like, she was a real whippersnapper, if you know what I mean. And right. I was like, what, does she hit you? <laughs> this is, yeah, this is a guy who had sex with her and then was like, and Lincoln's a piece of shit too. You know, like, it was really <laughs> just like, she was a, she was crazy. She was a firecracker. Best sex I ever had. Uh, redact that last part. Actually. Yeah. Well, you actually not, take that out. Let's not put that in there. Uh, you know, but it could also have been because she sold <laughs> secrets to his opponents, you know, and we got, they got mad. You, I feel like you could just do that back then. Right. If you didn't like so, someone, you could tell, put them in a ward somewhere. That's how, you know, someone isn't fully on the up and up, you know, when your wife is selling secrets or whatever to your enemies, that means there's some disconnect there. Yeah. Like, and I'm imagining even, the enemies are like the people who are like, yeah, we we're going to keep owning slaves. Right. 
like those... and that wasn't a that wasn't a time where people were dueling you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. you saw some secrets you could i mean he ended up getting shot anyway but like you saw the wrong secret to the wrong person you're 50 paces away from a bullet in the chest oh my you know God. what i mean could you imagine the walk in the middle of a duel the steps <laughs> holy shit there can't be a bigger mind fuck there that has to be insane like oh my god i have to turn around and kill this guy or he's gonna shoot me right Oh, I would be so mad. I'd be like, God damn it. I can't keep doing it. I'm too old for this dual <laughs> yeah. shit. All I wanted to do was go to the store. I stepped on the wrong person's leather boot. And now I got to kill a motherfucker. He slapped me with a white glove. Everyone has a white glove ready. Right. <laughs> That's like the sign for dueling, right? You smack yeah. someone with a glove. Where are we all getting these white gloves from? <laughs> What, is there a white glove guy? If we stop this guy, can we stop the duels? Because this is bullshit. And then, bam, I'm already dead. <laughs> I, I haven't even gotten out of my own head before I'm murdered. I could never duel. Yeah, it was weird. He did 10 paces and then just kind of got lost in thought until he got shot in the back. <laughs> Terrible dueler. That's why I would get distracted. I'm like, fuck, what was I forgetting to do today? What am I doing? What am I doing this? And like, what am I neglecting by doing this duel instead? Also, I fully do not know if they were still doing duels at that point in time. I know, generally speaking, I say yes, but what do I know? I've never, I've never thought about it. Yeah, if I'm going to be completely honest, I feel like the first 20 presidents are a wash for me as far as what I know about <laughs> what's happening. I got, if I'm being the most honest, I thought Clinton was doing duels still. Are we not? <laughs> I kind of start with like World War II because our foreign policy seems to be like a constant reaction to what how World War II played out afterwards, like with our relationship with the Russians mm -hmm. and anything outside of that. And even in that, I barely have a grasp on it. But like anything outside of that, I'm just lost. I am freaking lost. Yeah, I it's just for me, it's like. There's just so many bad presidents. I just can't care. I refuse to care about them all like. Yes, you are technically like a pillar in our country's history, but like, I just, I let me know like two things about you. Give me the important, give me like seven important ones. And then I'll, if something else comes up, I'll, I guess I'll dive into it. But like, I don't give a fuck about Garfield. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, you can't make me. I think it's a hilarious job. It's so funny how many like very powerful organizations that you just have to like now deal with. Like the amount of shit yeah. on your shoulders day one is hilarious to me. I think it's fun because you can like run on anything. You're like, yeah, we're going to figure out how to help Palestine. And day one, you go into a room, you meet a bunch of generals or some shit and you come back out and you're like we sold some more weapons i'm sorry things are out of my control i don't really i don't really have the power i thought i did yes yeah i'm like oh i've been cucked by my secretary of state again sorry didn't realize oh my god um the, so the, only... the big thing in this episode is that we really don't know anything about lincoln <laughs> no i do i mean the thing well yes but most of the stuff i here's what i thought i was like i'll come in with the rate we really should have had a pre-production meeting on this one but whatever like i'm like i'll come in with the racial stuff because i know that he was not uh like he helped free the slaves but also was like shitty about it <laughs> he was he's still yeah. shitty to white people like and then i thought you would come in on some like you know crazy abe lincoln also kicked his dog type tip but yeah. you came in with some like Abe Lincoln's wife, let me tell you. And now I'm like, well, I don't know what to do with that information. <laughs> so. I don't think she's a bad person, but she's spicy. <laughs> she's got a lot of pizzazz. Um, yeah, he just I I just have a hard time with the the being of the times excuse. Because we're treating these people like they're superhuman. And now, but you're telling us that we have to act to act like, well, they're only human. And it's yeah. like, we need to make a choice. Like we need, if we're going to act like they're only human, then you need to teach people about the bad things that they've also done. I think that is so important. So then we don't deify these people. And then we have to do what we're fucking doing of being yeah. like, actually, they are also shitty, and that is kind of important for you to know. And maybe sense. we shouldn't put so much political weight and agency onto someone who's just like a horny human being like everybody else and not actually the best person we found that year for voting. You know what I mean? It's like the job is like this giant job that we're giving to people we're assuming are these great people, but they're like just regular ass motherfuckers. Sure. And like, all right, so should this be the most important thing? <laughs> then it's just like one human run stuff. Yeah, and that's what, well, I guess here's where we're the Lincolns of our time. It's like, well, do we try to 
work the best we can within the system or we try to blow the whole thing up you know what i mean like that's and like as much as i want to be like let's fucking blow the whole thing up we're done with this we're done with the system i also don't you know like if we reboot the world i'm even if we get rid of slavery i'm doing slave labor again like i have nothing to <laughs> yeah. offer are you on the anybody. top or you're like are you everybody else <laughs> i am fucking dragging logs that are like you know with two chains around my shoulders just like where are you going with that log and like i don't know just to this one spot until i die i guess i don't know like yeah. i the only thing i have is like physical like labor and that will probably be like a month's worth before my heart gives out like i have nothing <laughs> to offer you get to drag one giant block for the new pyramids which are spheres now by the way Ooh. the next pyramids yeah we're making giant ass spheres it's more work i love that <laughs> yeah that's great they're way bigger it's way more dangerous you're a lot of people are gonna die making them but we need it because we want dead people to remember it a little bit longer dead like rich that. people well, I'm, I'm with you here do you uh did you have a one also also i know there's something to be said about lincoln getting shot in a theater i guess but it's also like i don't know i fall asleep in movies like we all do weird things yeah. in movie theaters so like i'm not gonna make fun of them for dying in a movie or in no a theater, no so. no no but my scale is related to that not him okay. though but the like being an actor right so okay. one thing's going really well right you set up a show and you have like the industry there, right? You get agents, managers, like people that can make your career. And you do a version of our American cousin that fucking rocks the world. And you get to be a professional actor. You get to tour theaters. I guess that's the end of the list for professional actors. You get to go to the <laughs> White House, you know, that's a one. Uh, 10 being uh, you're about to go on stage, act three. You're about to do that, right? You're about to show all these people. And right before you go out, the president is assassinated in the theater and no one ever talks about you and your dumb play ever again. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> You're nothing. You're just a guy dragging logs for a living now, being like, you know, I almost made it. <laughs> I was there that day. I had it all lined up, baby. Okay. So on that shittiness scale to you, where does Abraham Lincoln lie? Oh, God. I, I thought about this for like all day and I've like, I don't know, man, you know, cause we've given some people like, <laughs> I don't think he's, don't we don't, don't drag me into this shit. You uh, you've had some wild rankings and I, know, love like, I don't think he's worse than Batman. <laughs> 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 but it's like, I don't know. What was our, I, what was the Batman ranking for you? Do you remember? Eight yeah oh my god yeah, yeah because of how much of the city's money is tied up into his fucking around on the roofs <laughs> <laughs> and he probably worked with the taliban um sure so like you know he's not great like the fact that the whole emancipation thing was kind of like a last resort politically for him is not super is not really like it's hard because you're like he as a man i guess at the times as a white guy was pretty regular which there was way better people better worse you know worse than him but then he does get like the image of him is like a two right that's what we've been built and i think right. he himself is like a six like the okay. actual man okay yeah i think that's fair which I is think... like that same scenario by the way just to put it on my scale is um <laughs> you at least get to do your scene before he's assassinated. So even though you don't make it and become a famous thing, at least people got to see that you were good at acting. And they're like five years later, as you're still at your log job, because that play failed because a president died in it. Some right. guy goes up to you like, dude, before the president got shot, you were awesome in that play. I remember right. that. <laughs> you're very Yeah. Good. It's like seeing a, it's like seeing a rapper who fell off working at like Chick-fil-A. You're like, Oh shit. Are you from that video? Like, I remember you like, yeah that was me whatever happened to you yeah. well the president got shot at my last show so yeah <laughs> now i'm here uh, i saw some of his blood in my eye actually it's <laughs> fucking up everything i don't have an i don't have insurance so i can't get rid of it so no i was gonna get insurance sure. with all the money i made from that show but we had to refund all the tickets because everyone <laughs> got covered in trauma you, do you have a scale um my shitty abraham lincoln's shittiness scale is um scale of one to ten one being the best and yeah. ten being the worst yeah yeah <laughs> um a one 
would be um is that feeling of um it's it's movie theater related i guess because why not i don't really know i don't like play plays i've never felt comfortable at so i have to go really movie theater (laughs) because that's right (laughs) it's when you go to a movie theater on a tuesday at noon and like uh it's like a, it's the it's the day it's the week after a weekend release of this movie you've always been you've always wanted to see, and uh, you go there you've paid less, for some reason they accidentally give you free popcorn so you're only paying for the drink you're sitting there there's a reclining chair you recline oh. in the chair right you're watching yes. the shit, and then uh, you know when the movie's over and the lights turn on you find fifty bucks that's a one okay. <laughs> So you're up $30 because that was a $20 drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's something they get you with the $20 drink. Um, that's a one. And like then a, a ten, great movie theater experience. A 10 is you're at the movie theater the day after premiere at noon matinee. The theater's empty. You... um You are like reclining as you recline your head goes back and then you like you're looking up and you see your greatest enemy with a gun and they shoot you directly in the dick or <laughs> any genitalia that you feel like uh would be painful to be shot right in the nipple right there oh ow. that's a 10 that would be the worst you're like everything you thought everything was good but then like, oh this is a nightmare <laughs> now my now my uh you know my old uh heat seeking moisture missile is uh, broken i can't say that word why would i why would i say that term and i can't even say it moisture missile yeah Sorry it's for like repeating a, it but that's like a tom green just... i think it's a tom green. <laughs> that's the second heinous thing you've said today <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're at the movie theater you're reclining and then so your greatest enemy blows off your pee lips that's, <laughs> what, the fucking... <laughs> that's what it is <laughs> So that's a 10. And I think you said six. I think yeah. Lincoln is probably a, I'm going to go seven. Oh, fuck. No, you're you're right. It's hard because the he did put the ball in motion of like, I, I wouldn't be able to exist in this world the way I am today without him putting the ball in motion. I was thinking about that a lot. Like I was thinking like if if slavery was still a thing or if there was I don't know if there the if they'd succeeded or from the union i seceded from the union not succeeded from the union. uh i like if i existed my world this would be such a crazy world to exist in so you have to have appreciation for that i suppose but also like i don't think i buy the like well he was of the times kind of thing yeah you know what if I mean? he had it his way you would be in africa yelling at africans to make money for america which would be right wild <laughs> Well, if I had it my way, I would also be in Africa, but I wouldn't be talking to anybody. I'd just be by myself chilling. My God, uh, the coast. He, but so that thing, I just that that excuse of like, well, they're they're just of their time or whatever. Ron Hersberg is a comedian who has a really good joke about that, about like people being like their grandparents, you know, whether they're bigoted or racist or whatever, of being like, um, well, they're from a different time, and it's like, well. Now you're here. You're in now. <laughs> yeah, you're not you're dead. In this time. <laughs> so you have to evolve. You have to change. And you know, if you think for for Lincoln specifically, if you think something is morally wrong, it is crazy that you could be like, well, slavery is morally wrong, but these are still lesser beings. Like you can't be yeah. like, you can't be like it's morally wrong to own a slave, but logically i do think that black people and chickens have the same amount of rights you know what i mean it is insane to own a human being but colonizing a bunch of human beings meh good sign could it just feels like good business i don't understand (laughs) yeah so like shit like that does bother me and the other side of that being like oh there were plenty of people who were also screaming at you that this was wrong it's not like you were in a vacuum where no one was saying this was bad you were just like nah those people are crazy (laughs) they're wild right hippie ideas but he's like, well, the people screaming about at me that uh, trying to tell me that black people were people, I didn't consider people. So <laughs> yeah, that was that's a big pickle. Me, no, no. What do I do? <laughs> Fucking idiot, Lincoln. So yeah, fuck this motherfucker. I'm gonna give him. I will give him a. I'll give him a seven. I'm gonna say seven. Yeah. I do think that. Is, I do think that yeah. is a little harsh, but also like the more I talk about it, 
he can get fucked with a sharp stick. I don't care. <laughs> that just sounds like an 11 there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a different scale. Uh, it's, uh, yeah. I just also, this is not, I don't know. I'm not meaning to be like, but his job, but like, also, it's just a crazy job. Like the amount of different groups of people screaming at him every day to like fix this. Right. Was, ugh, I don't know. I don't envy that like position. I would have crushed it, obviously. You, but you, I don't envy you heard it being... here for <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Albert Kirshner, presidential apologist. All presidents are good. George Bush <laughs> did nothing wrong. I actually only hate Jimmy Carter. <laughs> he seems like the nice one. <laughs> you pushing for that Jimmy on this pod. Well, uh, I'm we'll gonna watch there. the uh there's a um Oliver Stone has a series on Netflix called the, I think it's like the untold story of America or the people's history of the United States. Yeah. And each episode is like a presidential term and the foreign policy and then kind of how they lead into each other. And it's pretty much just like the evils of America. And it's just, yeah. he's just listing facts in a dry voice, but each fact is like the most heinous thing you've ever heard. <laughs> it's crazy. That feels like what you would watch for porn. Like oh, that feels yeah. exactly what oh, buddy. gets you off. When I 100%. found it, it grew the worst part of part of my personality. It fed oh, the, the, the that is not what I thought you were gonna say. <laughs> like, it, <laughs> it grew my it dick grew, four inches yeah. in one week. <laughs> it grew the softest part of my dick and made it rock hard. That's what I thought you were gonna say. What's this part over here? Well, this used to be the soft part of my dick, and now it's crunchy. Then I get to that Oliver Stone documentary, and I haven't been I haven't been soft in years sweetheart now i've been all over the stone do you think that uh lincoln yuck first of all, uh do you <laughs> think that lincoln redeemed like i know we gave him a heart we gave him harsher rankings or whatever but like do we feel like he redeemed himself with his bullshit i do think i do think he did redeem himself i gotta be honest like i think he's a seven but i do think he did the right thing in the sense of like all right you're ball busted and being shitty with your friends but you did help free black people it's a slow process yeah. but you did it seems like there was them. a softening to his like uh colonialism idea when he started letting uh freed black people into the union army to help fight right. like, well you guys are like willing to die for this oh all right i guess you can be free right it's like oh better <laughs> you than me <laughs> you're gonna win this war for me then go ahead fine right yeah it's never nothing he did was like 100 pure motive like pure out of the goodness of his heart but like he ended up doing some very good things so i guess i have to be which like, is like a funny thing people who want to like it gets brought up every once in a while we're like i don't know there's like a bitterness in the south of like well you know you guys didn't do it because you loved black people you did it for weird reasons and you're like okay but you you guys don't have like, did any yeah. other leg to stand on yeah it's like hey at least we tried something <laughs> you were arguing the opposite point that yeah. is not what you want to be there's a there's a show called hell on wheels yeah and it's like have you seen it at all the i've AMC seen some, all i know is that common is in it uh, oh, i've yeah. never really yeah. watched a lot of episodes it, but... the vibe of it is kind of like the north was bad too because it's like right oh. after the civil war um sure. and so there's like look it's a it's a union general who's a phrenologist and they're like see we're all evil baby right. like, okay <laughs> yeah it's not and what i want people to take away from this is like it's not a north south thing for me it's that white people in positions of power are horrible always every time yo you yeah. can make money off owning people i'll do literally anything for money <laughs> anything and that's something that hasn't really changed much <laughs> got your whites got your ass uh Albert, where can people find you if they want to find Please you? Please don't. Don't find me. <laughs> Let me rot in my husk of a room. Um, you can find me on the internet at Hot Young Albert, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I'm mostly lurking on there. You can find me on this pod. <laughs> you can, uh, and if you're in the Bushwick area, come on by to Riffbot69. I show I'm kind of sorry for starting, but loving the hang. <laughs> Loving the Benefee. hang. Don't come, don't come, don't come by for the show, but definitely come by after the show. It's a good hang. It's That's a great Saturday night drink. I'm a terrible producer, a good drinking buddy. Hey, I did your show and I had a good time, and I think it was good, and I think it can be good. I do think you should have me on more because I have okay. material that I want to work out. Hell yeah. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Shaq Katzner on Twitter and. Um, you know, people keep telling me to get an Instagram, but the more you tell me, the less I'm going to do it. So don't <laughs> tell me anything. Okay. Oh my God. Once you can see the reactions you can get showing off your hot bot on Instagram, there's no better feeling. I post a butt pic. I'm getting like 
freaking comments, likes, left and right. People are like, great, but have a nice day. I hope you live your truth. It's a good time. Great, no, but have a course. nice day. <laughs> oh, you! I see you've picked up on my cat calls that I've been using. <laughs> great, but have a nice... Dude, my favorite cat call I've seen in New York was uh, a lady was walking down the street and a construction dude pops out of a hole and goes, hey, those are great Tory Burt shoes, and then just went back to work. Wow, that man <laughs> is a freak. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'd like to, those, those are great shoes. I'd like to lick the sweat out of them, if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah, he likes feet so much. He studied the packages they come in. That's so funny. <laughs> lick the sweat. Oh, God. Okay, that's three. It's strike three, you sick fuck. What? I'm sorry. I'm a nasty boy. I'm, you I'm, are a nasty I'm, boy. I'm glad to get to finally whip this side at, out of you. Look at who I am. Look at my soul. It's okay that there's a little bit of dirt on it. doesn't mean I'm a bad boy. I'm just a sick fuck. You know just a I mean? well-lived we gotta people. we gotta end this before i get sued <laughs> or something sorry for making you hard and wet god bless you see you next week